0: If your hashtag life goals involve luxury travel and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Hey guys, happy Tuesday and welcome back to another episode of the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela J, and I am your girl, inspiring you, motivating you, kicking your ass a little bit into your next level self. So welcome back. This week's episode is with Martina Fink, and I'm super, super excited. She has tons of just glowing life tips. We talk a lot about travel. It's a goodie for sure. Um, but first we just have a little housekeeping. Uh, this episode is sponsored by my daily ritual mini course. So if you guys don't have a daily ritual, this is something Martina and I both really, really recommend is being very strict with having a daily practice for you to tune into yourself, for you to tune into the manifestation powers into the universe And for me, this means I usually do journaling, I stage my apartment, I do card pulls, you know, lots of little things, but everybody was asking me about my daily ritual and they said they didn't have a practice. And so I put together a mini course for you guys. It's only 37 bucks. You get a bunch of workbooks that'll help you curate your literal dream morning routine. And there's meditations. It is so good. I even talked to you, um, in the little mini course about managing your money. It's just so, so good. So that will be linked up in the show notes. Seriously, grab it. It's only 37 bucks and it will definitely change your life. So our manifestation mode moment for the week are two-piece sets. Have you guys seen them? I'm sure you have. Um, it's basically with like a top and a bottom that match. So it could be like a tank top and shorts. It could be a top and a skirt. It could be a shirt and pants, you know, it's just like, it's all usually one pattern or one color and they go together. And I just got this two-piece set from Aritzia. It's a skirt and top combo. And it is so next level. Like, let me tell you, two-piece sets feel so bougie. Okay. And I think if you just want to feel like a bad bitch, like this is what you need. <laughs> um, and if you don't have a two piece set already, a really easy hack is just like wear a monochrome outfit, wear like a little white on white moment, like a pink on pink, black on black kind of thing. And I just think it looks really good. It looks really classy and put together. And the whole point of upleveling your wardrobe is so you can feel super up-leveled. And I just think it takes your style up a notch, I just am obsessed and I'm like obsessed with the two-piece outfit I just got when I was in New York, so obsessed. And when you guys get a two-piece outfit or you try out the monochrome look, post a picture on your IG story and tag me at the Michaela J. I would love to see your outfit and I will repost it because I'm sure it'll be super freaking cute. So let's get into this episode. Martina. Martina is your go-to girl for all things glow. She talks about living a glow life, which I am obsessed with. She's a certified health coach, makeup artist, Reiki practitioner, and soon to be meditation teacher. It's her mission to help ambitious women glow up, take their lifestyles to the next level and help them live a more glowing life through emotional healing, natural beauty, holistic health, mindset work, and so much more. She hosts these beautiful retreats. She's also a glow inspired coach, and she's really into wellness and sustainability. So I think you guys will love her. She's such a breath of fresh air and let's get into the episode. Welcome to the podcast, Martina. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Yeah. I'm so excited to hear about all things glowing I've been super into um just the idea of being really radiant lately so I feel like your glow vibes will help us get there yes it's all about the glow (laughs) okay let's dive straight into our speed dating questions if you're ready yes I am hey what's your horoscope sign I'm an Aquarius love okay and tell us about your morning practice
1: my morning practice is actually pretty long and I love it. I start with some movement and yoga and then I do a meditation, visualization and really get into the feeling of the life that I want to create for myself. Mm. Um, I then use some Palo Santo to release any bad energy that's around me. Um, and sometimes I do some journaling and then prepare my breakfast, which in summer is usually, or like spring, summer, fall is usually a smoothie bowl.
0: Mm. I just love a good smoothie bowl. I have a smoothie bowl like every single day as well. (laughs) Yeah. It is the best. And I love how you're always on Instagram showing like, you're doing yoga every day and just like moving around because for me, that's something I so easily forget. And then I see it on your IG story and I'm like, Oh my God, I need to do yoga
1: today. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I always thought I needed to go to classes and have this long practice and now I just do whatever feels right to my body. And sometimes it's 10 minutes and sometimes it's half an hour and I just go with the flow and it feels so good to get moving before you even start like sitting at the desk.
0: Mm, Yeah, I love that. How did you get into doing yoga every day? Just like really committing or what did it kind of take?
1: Um, I actually went on a retreat last spring where we did yoga every morning and I just felt so good. And it wasn't like strict, really um, difficult yoga at all. It was just a lot of yin yoga and going with the flow and we had good music to it too. And I just it just clicked somehow. And, um, I think music is very important for me. I can't just have like silence or, or mantra music. Like sometimes I need a little fun or, you know, something motivating and that's, that makes a difference. And, um, we have a huge terrace, um, in our, in our home and I just love going outside in the morning. And breathe in that fresh air and just start the day that way it's so amazing
0: Mm, I love that yes it's definitely inspired me to do yoga every day so I always try and do it before bed because I just think it's such a good release for me yeah Um, it's just the best thing I love it okay where's your favorite travel spot
1: um, I want to say the whole planet, <laughs> no, but um, I really love Greece and I'm actually hosting two retreats there this year. Um, I just think it's so clean and minimalist with all the, you know, clean and white buildings and mm. the blue water and the great food. Food is so fresh oh, and local. So good. Yeah. I love it. Where are you headed in Greece? I'm going to Crete this time. I've never been there. So it's the biggest island uh, in Greece, and I'm really excited to explore it. Mm, That'll be so much fun.
0: I love Greece, and the food is so good. I literally crave Greek food all the time. (laughs) I know.
1: It's so good.
0: Amazing. What's the coolest thing you've manifested?
1: That was actually something two days ago. Um, Oh, okay. Okay. A couple of weeks ago i signed up for a retreat in bali later this year and i was looking at where to stay before or after or before and after the retreat and i was like oh i want to stay at all these fancy hotels and you know they're so beautiful the views are amazing right. private pools and all of that and um i didn't book anything or like i have, I have don't i don't even have my flights yet but Yesterday or the day before, one of my best friends sent me a voice note saying that he just won seven nights at a luxury resort that oh has three hotels in Bali and like in other places as well, and I can choose where to stay at. And I'm like, "Oh, thanks, universe! Oh Good, <laughs> I love that." <laughs> yeah, and and he's actually giving it to me. It's not even he's that. not even he's going. going no he's like, "Martina, you've done so much for me in the last year, and we've traveled together and you've worked so hard, you really deserve this, and he's just giving it to me for free and I'm like, "Wow oh
0: my god, I'm like, I love you <laughs> That's so amazing. What hotels are they?
1: Do you know um yes, it's the karma resort
0: Oh, okay, I feel like I've that. looked at that online since I'm going to Bali I've been kind of scoping things out but that yeah is cool. they
1: have amazing I think they have more than three actually on the island
0: mm. oh my god I love it I love when we receive random manifestations like that where it's like we don't really have to do anything and it just kind of flows to us yeah the best so good okay what's your favorite luxury
1: splurge Face masks. Oh, okay. I, I think I do like three a week or so right now. <laughs> I love it. What kinds are your favorite? Um, I have one from, I don't even remember the name of the brand. I think it's, let me just look it up quickly. It's, um, it's a mud mask. Mm. And I think it's called May, May Lindstrom. Mm, Lindstrom skin. You can find them on Instagram. And um, it's like it's organic and natural, and the mud mask is just so nice.
0: Mm, I love a good mud mask. Face masks are the best. (laughs) Yes. Okay, what's your favorite book?
1: I really love The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. Have you read that? No, what is it? It's by Robin S. Sharma and it's all about, um, it's basically a monk or a person who was a lawyer and completely broke down uh, because he was overworked and decided to go to, I think, India or Nepal or something like that to become a monk and learn all the wisdom and the knowledge from the monks. And it's just, it's a very, it's a very easy to read book and has so many so many lessons that you can learn and take away into everyday life for people who are always super busy and never have time for themselves. And like you know, life flies by like that. So right. wow, to take a break.
0: So good. Okay, well, I will have to download that.
1: <laughs> yes, okay. highly recommended.
0: Amazing. Okay, and our last speed dating question: What's your go-to coffee or tea order at the moment?
1: Well, um, I was thinking about that, but since I have my own garden, I would say my favorite tea is fresh mint tea. Oh, I, um, I used to go to cafes a lot to work from there, but I've just not been able to concentrate really well. So I'm staying mm-hmm. home most of the time to work. Um, so yeah, I like that. Um, but if not, it would probably be a turmeric latte or, or chai latte with oat milk or almond milk.
0: Mm, Yes. The oat milk train. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Our friend Kelly is just obsessed. And now I'm like, I want nothing but oat milk.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, you can make it yourself. It's so easy. Oh, really? How? Yeah. So you take um, one cup of oats and then four cups of water and you blend it and you strain it and that's it. Oh my God. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. It takes you like two minutes to make.
0: Wow. All right. Well, I literally have a giant bag of oats here. So now I can make oat milk whenever. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Let's just dive into you. So you talk so much about living a glowing life and it's very apparent that you do. Um, if you guys don't follow Martina on Instagram, go follow her on Instagram. Um, <laughs> but I want to know what it, what does it mean to live a glowing life and how can we take the first steps towards that?
1: I think living a glowing life is something that is very individual. So it may be something completely different to you than it is to me or than it is to anyone listening. It's something that is unique to you. So you have to find out what does a glowing life mean to you personally. Mm -hmm. What it does encompass for everyone is self-love. So self-love is not just about getting your massage every month or going out for dinner here and there. It's really how you treat yourself on a daily basis. So let's say maybe you do get your monthly massage, but then you are in a job that you hate and that you're stressed out about all the time and that you, that brings you close to burnout. Then that's not self-love because most of the time, every time you're at work, you're not prioritizing your own well-being Mm. and you're not doing things that you feel good about. And, um, that's not a glowing life. So I think What we can do or the first step would be to learn to listen to yourself because I believe that all answers are inside of you. If you're unhappy, you can figure out why you're unhappy and what you can do to feel better about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you practice that muscle, that, that intuition muscle to learn to understand yourself better, then you can take better decisions towards that glowing life that you want to create.
0: Mm, I love that. And I love that you said um, we can find all the answers like why we're upset and we can also solve them. It's so true. It's just like massive self-awareness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so many times we think we need to read all these books or like go to therapy or like get a reading or all these things which are all great but in the end if you're just honest with yourself you can always figure out what's going on you don't need anyone's help to figure that out
0: Mm, yeah and how do you bring self-love and like self-care practices into your everyday life does that just like tie into your
1: daily practice what do you do for that well certainly being consistent with my daily practice is the number one thing because when you truly want to connect with yourself and understand those messages or those, you know, feelings and emotions that you have, you have to take time to connect because when you're in, in the hustle and bustle of life, you don't really feel what you're feeling right now, or you don't really understand the signs or, or even your gut feeling about certain situations. So you have to take that time consistently. And I think I'm a huge fan of meditation I'm actually getting certified in meditation this year because I love it so much because, um, in that space of silence, it's when you can hear.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. For anybody who's not like huge into meditation, what would you tell them? Like what would be your advice to maybe get them to try it out or an other
1: exercise that they could do? I mean, the most important thing about meditation is that, it, doesn't, it probably isn't what you think it is. Most people think meditation is sitting cross-legged for half an hour or an hour. And that's, <laughs> that's, that is meditation too, but it's not what you have to make it. You can start with as little as five minutes um, and close your eyes and focus on your breath. And I'm pretty sure you can do that for a couple of minutes. If five minutes is too long, then start with two minutes. Um, and it's about just observing your thought it's not about judging it's not about not thinking no one cannot think mm. even like the best monks cannot think they just learn to observe and not judge so whenever you have a thought you let it pass pass away and don't don't judge it as it's good or bad or like don't have that conversation in your mind that you're not doing it right or that you're failing or that you will never be able to. <laughs> meditate until the end just do mm-hmm. whatever you can and start with a start with a few minutes um i also recommend trying out different things it took me quite a while i think a couple of years to actually figure mm-hmm. out what kind of meditation works for me and there is so much out there you can just find stuff on youtube and right i actually have two meditations that are on my website for free as well mm-hmm. anyone wants to try those um and just Yeah, just try. And if it doesn't work, try something different. But also remember that you're learning a new skill. It's like learning a new language. Mm. If you want to learn Chinese, you can't just sit down with a book and then after trying once, you're going to know how to speak Chinese. So it takes practice. You have to stick to it and do it for a couple of days and and weeks and months and see how that feels and see how you get better at it rather than just trying it once and be like, okay, it doesn't work. So it's not for me.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And it definitely is a practice. I think a lot of us forget that. And when I started meditating, I remember thinking like, this is weird. Like I'm still thinking. So I love that you said that nobody can't like just not think. Um, so I love that. Cause it kind of reminds people that like, Oh no, you're not just like sitting in this abyss of silence. Yeah. Like the universe is just speaking to you immediately. Like, I mean, you can build up to that, but it just gives people permission to take baby steps into their meditation practice.
1: Absolutely. Mm,
0: so good. And with your glowing life, how can we step into our next glowing selves? Like our next level self, how can we energetically align with that? So I think first
1: of all you need to have clarity. So what is it that your next level looks like? What is your next level of business? Your next level self confidence? Your next level beauty? Your next level life? What exactly does it look like? And it's not um, just about, for example, I want to be healthier. I want to be more confident. What does that mean? Like how do you know you're healthier? You you need to be really specific about the things you want to manifest or create in your life. So being healthier, maybe that means working out three times a week, or maybe that means um, eating a smoothie bowl every day, or that means that you're skipping desserts because you don't really feel good after skipping desserts. So maybe that means improving your sleep. Maybe that means just feeling amazing and like glowing in your body. So you have to be really clear about what exactly that next level of your life looks like.
0: Mm. Yeah. And after people get clarity, what do you think is the next step? Is it to just go take action? Is it maybe visualize the outcomes that they want? What can we do that would be maybe like an energetic thing as well?
1: Yeah, I think both of it. So um, once you have clarity, you can either create a physical vision board or you can... um, create a board on Pinterest. It's something I use very frequently too. Um, And even just in meditation, after you meditate, close your eyes, visualize and really feel into that next level. Like you have to feel and cultivate that emotion inside of your body, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: how you're going to feel when you are at that next level. So when you are eating the daily smoothie bowls, for example, how you, how that's going to affect the way you feel in your body. And you can cultivate those feelings with your thoughts. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time it requires some action too so you can't just wish for something to fall into your lap and don't do anything you have to take action um, at the same time Uh kind of like I how I manifested the seven days in the hotel like I was looking at hotels I was looking at places I could stay I was figuring out what area of the island I would love to stay at and that was kind of my part in it. You know, that's Mm -hmm. how I took action. I looked at all different options. I looked at the days. I looked at my budget. Um, and then the universe co-created it with me.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Um, I had such a good question. I literally just forgot it and I'm very upset about it. Oh, (laughs) um, so when we are looking at our next level, how can we up our self care and self-love practice? Obviously we have our daily rituals, but what's the next way that we can kind of up that?
1: Uh, I think I really love the little upgrades. Upgrades. Mm. So if you want to be, if you want to feel more confident, for example, what can you do to feel more confident? Maybe that's a new pair of underwear, or maybe that's brushing your hair every morning, or maybe that's a face mask every now and then um, as something that you're not doing now. So what is one little thing that you can do to upgrade something Mm. so that you already take one step towards that version of yourself? So if you want to create that new version of yourself, you can ask yourself, okay, this is who I want to become. What are the things that I can do now? Because often it's not that we need to spend thousands of dollars to get to that next level or like completely change. There's always things we can already do now that doesn't cost a lot of money or doesn't require a lot of time to change. Um, Like getting a luxury face mask maybe instead of the budget face mask right now. Maybe you spend 10, 20 more dollars. um, And that's the only difference.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And it makes it so easy, like little chunks, like little upgrades that we can do. And it doesn't have to be expensive. I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, my, my next level, I would be buying all these expensive things and flying first class. And it's like, yes, well, that might be true. Like, unless you have like $5,000 in your bank account, you probably can't go do that right now. So it's like, go yeah. do the little
1: things where you're going to feel worthy and then the rest will kind of flow. Exactly. And when you do the little things, you are not just feeling worthy. You're also matching a different energetic level. So your Mm -hmm. vibration is going to be higher. And when you are on a higher vibration, you're more easily going to attract the things that are on the same vibration. So it's just simple law of attraction. When you take one step towards it, it's going to match it and bring you the things on the same vibration.
0: Yeah, exactly that. And when we're looking at these daily things that we can do for our self-love and self-care, you talk a lot about emotional decluttering. So I want to know what you do daily or maybe weekly to implement that emotional decluttering into your life.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's something I do daily. I do it mostly when I feel emotional. Um, I did it at the very beginning of my self-care journey or self-love journey because it's a big part of... Loving yourself is forgiving yourself for what happened, forgiving, forgiving other people that were involved and, and that hurt you in the past um, so that you can really let go of all of that baggage that you're carrying around with you that isn't, you know, a good vibration. So we basically have this energetic body. And um, I don't know if your audience is familiar with the chakras. Um, a little bit, but not entirely. So you not can entirely. probably explain a little bit. Right, so the seven chakras are energy centers along our spine um, in our energetic body, and um, every chakra is responsible for a specific area of our life. So there's one specific chakra, the second one, which is the sacral chakra, and that's responsible or that's where all past experience are, uh, experiences are stored. So if you've gone through some sort of trauma, through a relationship breakup, um, if you had a death in your family or anything tragic or, or traumatic can be stored in that area of your body and it can block your creativity and it impacts your self-worth because that's what the chakra is all about. It's about knowing what you're worth. it's about being creative, it's about being passionate. Um, and sexuality is stored there too. So when you have a lot of stuff that you're carrying around from your past, you're basically, you have an imbalance in that energy center, and your your prana, which is the life force mm-hmm. that usually flows through these chakras, um, cannot flow seamlessly, and that's impacting it, and that's impacting the way you live your everyday life and the way you feel about yourself and your life. Mm-hmm. So clearing all of that is something that has been, um, really powerful for me. So I've done a lot of journaling around that. I've done a lot of meditations around the sacral chakra. Um, I've written lots of forgiveness letters to people that have hurt me in the past. Um, Mm -hmm. and I've burned them and that was really helpful. Um, and then you can use essential oils, for example, that are for the sacral chakra. So any, um, Citrus oils, for example, like wild orange um, is really good for for this chakra. Even lemon oil would be good because it's very clearing mm-hmm. and detoxing. So I've done that as well. Um, you can use sacral chakra crystal. So any orange crystal that has this energy of the sacral chakra will be helpful too. Even... The, the color of this chakra is orange, so that's important maybe uh-huh. to know. Um, so anything orange will help. You can eat orange fruits like oranges, carrots, anything that vibrate with that color is going to help you activate the energy in that area. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm like always doing sacral chakra clearing. <laughs> it seems like, interesting. yeah, it seems like my life is all about clearing sacral chakra, but I also have a very overactive solar plexus. So okay, I'm just like very arguing all the time. Um, <laughs> I love that. And I love that you tied in the chakras because it is just so important. Um, and I didn't know the thing about the essential oils that you can just use essential oils. Do you just put it on the area that like is your sacral chakra?
1: Yeah, you can. I usually put it on my wrists. You can also put it in oh, okay. a diffuser and just inhale it a couple of times. Mm, so
0: good. Okay. Yeah. When I go to the masseuse, I always make her use the orange essential oils. So I'm doing it subconsciously.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And it's really what we sometimes do. We, we, choose things subconsciously without knowing. But when we take those intuitive decisions, it's when it's when we really get what we need the most.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's just so wild to see how that all plays out. And I love that you mentioned forgiveness letters because I talk about this a lot with my clients, uh, maybe not so much on the podcast, but it's one of the biggest things that has helped me and kind of my own emotional decluttering and I think a common question people have about forgiveness letters is like, is it just one and done? Like, do you just write one forgiveness letter and then you're healed forever? Or is it something that you'll have to go back to a couple
1: of times? Um, it's something where you find your answers within. Sometimes one letter is enough, and sometimes you have to write to the same person again and again until you feel it's cleared. It's like basically what you do in this work is that you when you have a traumatic experience or something that happened in your past that feels, feels heavy on you, you remember the situation and you feel an emotion. So what you do through this forgiveness work is that you detach the emotion from the happening, from the event. So you will not forget or like clear what happened. It will still be there. It will still be part of your life. But when you think back, you won't have that emotion anymore. It's, you're just going to feel neutral about it. You'll be like, oh, oh yeah, that happened in my past and that's fine. But you're not going to be sad or angry or frustrated anymore. So once you, once you reach that level where you feel you can think about it without feeling any emotion come up in your body, that's when you're truly forgiven, I think.
0: Mm, That's such a good way to measure it. I've never thought about it that way. And even just thinking about things in my past that I used to be angry about and not getting angry. And then some things that I do, I'm like, oh, (laughs) okay. That's a really easy way to kind of notice that you maybe need to do more work around
1: it. Exactly. And, and it's just, you have to be really honest with yourself and it's not fun all the time. You know, the forgiveness work is, is, can be really heavy and difficult and sad and, and you may you may be crying all the time. <laughs> yes. um, but it's part, of the, it's part of the releasing because um, you can't heal what you don't reveal. It has to come out for you to be able to fully let it go.
0: Mm, yeah, so good. Okay, we're going to switch gears into something more fun and exciting, and not so sad and emotional. Um, let's talk about travel So you travel all over. You just want to like a grand like island tour. I don't know where you were. You were like all over. (laughs) Um, But I want to know what are your like three top tips for manifesting more travel? Because I know a lot of people listening, they want to travel. They want to make more money so they can go travel. But they always seem to be stuck somewhere
1: along the lines. So what are your like three best tips Okay, I'm going to try to summarize that in three. <laughs> <laughs> um, number one is figuring out, getting clarity, figuring out where you want to go, what your trip looks like. So is that, you know, is it a luxury five-star resort, business class, first class kind of trip? Or is it a backpacking through Asia, staying at hotel, a host- all the time so you need to figure out what exactly is that thing you want to or that place that you want to travel to um and once you know that you can look at the budget because like you said people think it's too expensive or they need Mm -hmm. that much money but really when you look at it it's not that expensive i mean we just spent two months in the Caribbean, traveling to different islands. And we stayed at an Airbnb. Um, I think the first one was like $50 a night among oh, yeah. two of us. Um, and then we cooked everything ourselves. And we probably spent like $10 a day on breakfast and dinner. We, did, we don't really eat lunch when we travel and when it's hot mm-hmm. outside. So we have a, a late breakfast and an early dinner. So that's really just $35 a day. Um, that's not too bad. I yeah, mean, wow. you, can always, you can always find cheaper things too. And I want to say we, Caribbean isn't the cheapest place for food, for example. Prices were almost like here in <laughs> Switzerland. So yeah. if you travel to a different place where you can stay for, I know Bali, for example, you can find... Um, homestays for $10, $15 that are clean and and all of that. And you can find food for very cheap too. So it's not about the money. And that's why it's so important that you know Mm
0: -hmm. how
1: much your trip is going to cost. Like Pull up skyscanner.com and figure out how much your flight would be. Look at different hotels and look at what their Daily rate is and how you would eat and how how much that would be and calculate how long you want to travel and just get really clear on the budget mm. um, because I I hear it all the time people are like you're always traveling and all of that but if they sat down and made it a priority they would be able to do it too it, right. it's all a matter of like knowing what you want and then going for it
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and i think that would probably be the third tip is that if you if you really want something you have to do it you don't there's no reason why you should wait for a, your dream trip for 5 years like why should you do it in 5 years if you can yeah. do it now like now is the time to do the things you want
0: mm-hmm. oh, i love all that and especially me being in college i hear all the time people are like oh my gosh you're going somewhere every month like how do you do that and i'm it's literally just because i make it a priority i'm like traveling is a priority to me. I always say travel is my first love. And so I'm like, if you guys just sat down and like did the planning, it's not hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, and like you said, it's, it's a matter of priorities. People spend money on so many other things. Like I rarely buy new clothes. Obviously that has other reasons because I want to only sustain, um, support sustainable fashion, but That saves me so much money, whereas before I was spending, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks every month on clothes that were on sale that made me believe that I was saving money, but really I was spending money. Um, And when you stop, uh, yeah, maybe just observe your habits, where you spend your money all the time, and then just change the way you spend your money, change your priorities.
0: Yeah, definitely. And like, I see so many people who will like, they'll go out and they'll party and they'll buy a bunch of drinks and then, you know, they get hung over the next day and then they go buy fast food and they're like, oh, like I have no money. And I'm like, that's because you're spending all of it on drinking and fast food. I'm like, get your priorities yeah. <laughs> together. <laughs> exactly. So good. Um, and since you brought up the sustainable fashion thing, how have you seen the sustainable kind of lifestyle you're living, how have you seen that impact your income? Like, do you feel like you are saving a ton of money? Um, Are you spending more money? Because I think a lot of people think of like, oh, being like all organic and buying, you know, the nice clothes that are expensive. Like they think that's going to be so much more.
1: Yeah. And that's only when you think in a still fast fashion consumer mindset, because with fast fashion, like we buy one t-shirt for one evening. And then sometimes the quality is so bad that you wash it once and you can't wear it anymore because it's just the worst quality. Um, and one thing around, like, especially around clothing is just reduce your consumption. So why do you need a new t-shirt when you already have 15 t-shirts at home? Like, why do you need that 16th t-shirt? <laughs> and you have to, again, be really honest with yourself and ask yourself, why am I buying this right now? And and I notice when I think back to when I was still in high school and college, um, I often passed by my favorite store and bought something for like five or 10 bucks because it was on sale. And, um, also because I was stressed out from, from school. And I, it was my way of kind of giving something to myself or like, almost like I deserve this because I'm working so hard, you know? So, um, that's, yeah, that's something that you need to look into. Are you buying just for satisfaction or are you buying because you really need this new jeans because you don't have any, or, you know, just getting clear on what exactly, what exactly you need. And, Let's be honest, the whole what's in fashion right now thing is also it's a business. In the end, we have four seasons, but we have like 52 different seasons in the stores. Like every week they have a new collection because they want to make you think you need the new thing in order to feel cool and to be up to date with, you know, what's going on in the world. But it's a way for them to make more money. So they bring new clothes so that you buy more, but really you're not, you don't need it. When you know that you are worthy and you are living your glowing life already, you don't need certain clothes to feel a certain way about yourself.
0: Mm, yeah. And I think it's a really interesting conversation to have. And I had a stylist on a couple of episodes ago, and she was talking about how we can really embody the next level with fashion, but she really believes in like, it's starting in what you have. And then she uses like rent the runway and, you know, does um, reusable pieces, you know, where you have it for like a month and then you get something different. And what do you think about that? Like, do you think that is not sustainable when you're doing kind of like a rental thing?
1: What's your opinion on that? No, I think that's great. I love it because then you just get it for when you really need it, and you give it back so someone else can use it for that same time mm-hmm. um, and I actually get a lot of clothes from clothing swaps too, or you just go to an event um bring some clothes you no longer wear, and I recommend that you're generous because you don't things you haven't worn in a year, you're not gonna wear them anymore. Let's be honest, so mm-hmm. give them away no matter if they cost you. or $100, like it's going to make you feel so free. So um, yeah, I get a lot of clothes from from clothing swaps for free. And when I no longer want it, I give it away in the next swap too.
0: Mm, yeah. And it's so true that like when we donate, we feel so free afterwards. Like I took a bunch of stuff to like Goodwill a month ago and I was like, yes, like
1: I feel like I feel fully emotionally decluttered after that. Yeah. I mean, we do attach emotion to, yeah. to our physical things and Um, just look at your wardrobe and and feel what kind of energy your clothes have in there. You know, is it stagnation? Is it excitement? Do you have a lot of things in there that you never wear or that maybe even remind you of some negative things from the past? Get rid of it and make sure that you have some space in your wardrobe because when you have space, you can attract more things with that space. But when it's fully cluttered, you're not going to attract any more Mm. other things into your life you yeah. know
0: that's such a good tip too it's like I think a lot of people
1: forget that we do need
0: the space physically and energetically to kind of call in the things that we desire so that is a good tip to just clear out your closet people
1: <laughs> yeah it's actually something I do before every big launch or project that I start I always make oh. space in my entire house I'm like okay what do I need to let go of to create more space for things to come into my life and it's really powerful.
0: I love that. Oh, so good! I feel like we've just gotten such a like a clear, uh, fresh breath of air. That's the saying I was thinking of. I just feel like I want to go declutter my entire apartment now. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So good. Okay. And the last question I ask everybody who comes on the podcast is, "What is your number one hack for manifestation?"
1: I think visualization is the biggest thing. So good. Yeah. Is that a part of your daily practice? I can't remember if you said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Usually after my meditation, I think about something that I want to manifest. Sometimes it's a new program or one of my retreats or something I want to create in our home, and I really just get into the feeling, and it's it's so powerful because you feel like you already have it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like it's the most important thing to bring those emotions into your body. Yeah. I love it. Amazing. Okay. Well, tell us about your freebie that you have for the listeners.
1: Yes. I have a really fun quiz to help you find out your wellness archetype. So if you were more of a people pleaser, or if you were a perfectionist, or if you're the total self-love queen who has it all figured (laughs) out, (laughs) which I think no one really is. Um, But yeah, it helps you figure out where you're at with your self-care and your wellness and gives you simple tips to implement today uh, about how you can stand up for yourself and really up your wellness game.
0: Mm,
1: I love it. I feel like everybody
0: needs that. Everybody needs a couple little tips to make it easier.
1: Yeah, I know. And sometimes... I, I've received so many emails from people saying like, I already knew this, but thank you so much for the reminder because you know, <laughs> we all know the things, but we're not implementing. So, mm,
0: yeah, so true. So true. So you guys listen to this episode again, take notes and implement.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I love it. Okay. Amazing. Where can everybody connect with you? Where can we find you online?
1: Yes. Yeah, so you can find me on martinafink.com. Or um, at Martina Glows on Instagram. And I um, also have a podcast which is called the Glow Life Podcast on iTunes and Spotify.
0: Amazing. We'll have it all linked up below and that freebie for you guys to go take the quiz. Thank you so much for coming on. Like, I really just feel like cleansing my entire life after this. <laughs> <And> you <laughs> gave good. us so many good tips to start glowing and traveling and decluttering amazing all right thanks for coming on thank you bye bye thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the mindset magic and manifestation podcast if you loved this episode leave a rate and review on itunes for notes details and more information check out michaelaj.com see you next week